Welcome to Governing the Heartland, where we discuss the politics and governments that affect our day-to-day lives. Join us as we interview the politicians that sit on our school boards, manage our parks, and more. We're also going to feature some of the most important people in this process, the constituents of the community. Follow along as we delve into our heartland and what it takes to govern it. Thank you again for taking the time to chat with us a little. Um, I would love to just kind of get started. I know I sent you some baseline questions, but we really just kind of let the interview take on its own life. So um, we'd love to just start with a brief introduction of who you are, what position you're currently serving in, and, you know, a little bit about your background that made you want to get involved at this uh, local government level. Sure. So, uh, yeah, my name is Tony Miller. Um, I, I went to Fort Osage high school, so I'm from Eastern Jackson County originally after my family relocated there when I was a kid. So I did most of my growing up and education there, um, and met a lot of great people and have the joy of representing many of them who are still there. Um, so those are lifelong relationships that are, seem to be invaluable, uh, in terms of you know, trying to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on uh, out in unincorporated areas. So that's really great, Tony. I'm sorry. I actually didn't know that you were um, representing where you grew up. That's really special. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy uh, because sometimes, (laughs) right. Sometimes we have to say, we have to tell people things that may not be what they want to hear, but if you try to try to be open and, and um, be kind and, and listen, uh, maybe it'll go better, <laughs> but, um, I'm not saying I always get it I'm done. I'm sure they trust you. I'm trying, you know, um, this, I mean, some of the challenges recently have, have just, you know, there's a lot of our country seems to be so polarized that, that, mm-hmm. you know, half the people are for you or mm-hmm. half against you and there's not a whole lot in the middle, but I like to believe there is. Um, but yeah, and I'm sorry, I know I'm interjecting just a oh, little bit, but I, I would love to hear, you know, just when you're saying how polarizing it is, do you, do you still feel that um, even on a local level? Um, yeah. Or have you, yeah. yeah, you feel that even at that local level? Yeah, yeah, I think it's as simple mm-hmm. as asking about hot button issues related to COVID or uh, mm-hmm. anything like that. A lot of the other stuff is not, but um, so I'll, I'll back up just briefly. So to answer your Earlier question. So this is, I rep- I'm I'm elected to the third district at large for the Jackson County Legislature. So my official title, I guess, is legislator for the third district at large. Um, there's nine of us. There are three of us who were elected um, at large. And so, although anybody in the county who can vote can vote vote on me on the ballot. Um, I do have to live in a defined map. So I, I have, it's, huh. so it's, it's, it's different. So I've got, and then, and then the other six folks are in district. Um, so they have defined districts where only the people in those districts can vote for them. So. Huh. Yeah. I've always, it's actually nice to get a firsthand kind of overview of that because I, you know, I do a lot of Googling, but to hear it kind of from, you know, the horse's mouth for lack of a better term about what that <laughs> at large means. Yeah. Um, so why were those? You to moderate yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just saying, I feel like you've got you've to think about um, the needs of people, not just in an urban area, 
or suburban area or a rural area. You've got to represent at least my district um, and the fact that it's countywide as well. um, You know, you've got to try to consider all those things. So when I left Fort Osage and I went to school at Baker University over in Baldwin City, Kansas, Mm -hmm, and I played football down there in the NAI and then went back. Wow. That's a good team. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I was, uh, I was honored to to be there. It was, it was something else. It was, it was a good experience. We've got a good um, alumni network, uh, Kansas city and nationally um, that I still keep in contact with, but uh, from there UMKC law school. And so during the law school years um, on through, you know, my, my first jobs, uh, law jobs, um, I lived in the urban core. Um, you know, I live, I've lived yeah. at like 41st in Warwick and, and Westport and, and then lived in Waldo for almost 10 years. So, um, wow. so I think that helps me keep in mind issues that might be relevant to, you know, just experience, I guess. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey. Tony, do you know why those at-large positions were at first created? Was it just to have like kind of what you're talking about, someone that can really understand and, you know, represent so such widespread interest, you know, from urban to. You know, I think every district is carved at, you know, well, okay. As we know, we're still kind of, uh, everyone's just kind of waiting to figure out how the census impacts the drawing of boundaries uh, for these political subdivisions, including mine. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, so it's interesting to see how this all shakes out and, and, and by extension, it'll be interesting to see how, if it makes any dip, impact at all on, on the county legislature, but in any event, mm. um, I think, so in the early seventies, um, we went from, the you know the prior form of government to a you know a charter form of government where um we sort of i mean we exist just like municipalities um by virtue of recognition from the state and their authority to to you know grant us status i guess as an entity but um and unlike clay county who has a different form of county government or had a different form. And then now they've adopted their own type of uh, county government. But in any event, if you think back to Harry Truman, he was one of, I believe, three county judges. And I use judges when making air quotes here, because these weren't judges of general jurisdiction where they were like hearing felonies and civil cases and things. They were, they were sort of commissioners who were called judges and they, they ran the county in that way. And so fast forward seventies, mm-hmm. the then we set up more of like a, um, the countywide elected folks are going to be your county executive, your prosecutor, your sheriff, and then these three at large county legislators. And then the, you had, you know, the nine member legislature set up in this, with the six in district folks, uh, these geographically different spaces and, uh, you know, they all have different constituencies and they're, some of them are more left than right. And some of them are more right than left. And some of them are pretty well balanced. And, um, in terms of the political ideology, which I, you know, um, 
I think is, I think some of that political ideology can um, impact maybe policy making to some extent, but a lot of the stuff that I'm talking to people about like roads and bridges and stuff, that seems pretty well, you know, bipartisan like that, that kind of thing just seems like, you know, boring for lack of, you know, boring to some, (laughs) interesting to me. So. Yeah. So people can be bipartisan when it's not the push button issues you were mentioning. <laughs> right, right, right. So sort of, I mean, I even bring up the bipartisan infrastructure bill because I yeah. some people get upset about that, but, but it's got, you know, it, there's a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle and maybe some other aisles we don't know of <laughs> that, um, that are excited about it. And, you know, hopefully those kinds of things um, can bring us together, but. Well, you talked a little bit about how Clay County has like this different government. And one thing I found in all of this is that it's very intricate and complicated, like Mm -hmm. all of the different pieces of local government. And they can vary so easily from mile to mile. You know, if you cross the Mm -hmm. county line, all of a sudden everything's different. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I it is interesting and, and and you probably don't know the answer, but of course, but also just, you know, anyone listening, the thought that all the elections happen at different times, you know, in theory, people might have to rerun for a different seat. I mean, if the census can affect a lot, so we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so in my law practice, sometimes I travel um, to rural Mm -hmm. parts of the state and I always try to stick my head in these rural courthouses and it's, it's kind of fun. I forget what County it was, but I was up North central Missouri somewhere and I popped in just to say hi. And there they are. There's like three or four people sitting around, men and women having coffee and they are the commissioners and they're actually, mm-hmm. they're talking about, you know, <laughs> they're talking about paving roads and, you know, huh. different, different topics. And they're just kind of citizen legislators that, that, uh, you know, I wonder uh, how the divide is there. I wonder you know, if they have the, yeah, the yeah, polarization. Part, well, I, I gathered that it, that it, they seemed pretty civil. They seemed like they were all getting along. So I have no idea their political stripes. And, and it's funny as you get closer to Columbia, Missouri, it becomes a little more um, balanced, uh, you know, kind of a a purple color, if you will. Um, And so it's hard to say. Well, Tony, very helpful because you know what, I think I should talk to one of those small town legislators. So um, we'll do Googling their email, but I want you to keep moving forward and have the chance to ask you a little more, you know, about yourself and specifically the the work that you're doing right now. Um, So do you, um, and again, I always get kind of confused sometimes when talking about all of these different pieces of local government, but what are some issues or causes um, programs that you're working on right now that you feel stronger that you'd like to share about? Um, yeah, is there any like kind of issues on the docket right now that, uh, you know, people should know about? Yeah. So I was going to say that the elephant in the room, I guess, if you will, would be every, we could do, we could do three days just on COVID related stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's probably top of mind, top of priority. Um, the other main topic at the County right now is going to be completion of the, uh, the new criminal justice complex. As we learned early on, um, when, when we took office, um, you know, as we've been working on this for years, my colleagues, particularly, uh, you know, we just knew that something had to be done. And, um, 
Um, so, um, yeah, you were saying your COVID is a front of mind for you and yeah, yeah, um, that, and then the jail. And then, uh, I'm also the chair of land use, which is over parks. Mm, yeah. And so my personal passion is, is I love the parks. I love getting out in the parks. I try, I'm, I'm the happiest when I'm out there the most riding my bicycle or hiking or whatever. Um, um, so I'm really excited about, uh, watching this, this, uh, we have some, um, former rail, um, rails to trails, um, you know, where, where they've taken old rail lines and turned them into mixed use paths. Um, so, uh, the rock Island trail and the, um, and the, um, the little blue trail, and then now working on connecting those trails and then connecting the county trails to the trails of other parts of the city, east and west. Um, that whole thing is just fascinating and I think opens a lot of um, a lot of windows. And yeah, I just wanted to get your take on, you know, do you think there's anything we can be doing as a community or as a government to bring down some of those crime levels? Well, for a long time, Jackson County had been and, and continues to be, I believe, on the on the cutting edge of some non-traditional ways of looking at um, dealing with crime. And, and what I mean is um, our, our combat tax, uh, which may have been rebranded and I'm just out of the loop, but in any of it, it's a standalone sales tax that funds um, not just law enforcement or jails or um, what have you, but it has a prevention and treatment piece as well. Hmm. So that, that right there, I think, is a different, um, you know, a different way of looking at things. It started out just dealing with drugs, and then now it has a more of a crime, not just looking at drugs, but a more of a crime-focused um, uh, use. And so I think the prevention piece is important, uh, but they're having conversations around their police budget. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're having these difficult conversations and, and determining their priorities and things, and so they're talking about getting rid of foot patrols and downtown and things like that. So those are all things that are going on, but keeping in mind, um, county government on the other hand has like a handful of, I hate to say statutory things that we have to do, but, but that's, you know, these are state law basically says that as a county, we have to do a handful of things. Mm-hmm. One of them is provide the sheriff with uh, um, certain things that he or she needs. Um, you know, we have to collect taxes and assess taxes and then send those collections down to the state. Um, we have to provide a courthouse and a handful of other things. But then the rest of what we do is really because we decide we're going to do it. And it's, we're showing through our budget document that this is what our priorities are. These are our priorities. So is the budget document um, public? Yeah, it is. And, um, and it's, uh, I think in PDF on the website. I actually, I was talking to Brian, the Kansas City City manager, and he's just like an innovative guy. (laughs) You know, he's talking about all this different stuff. Um, That's always exciting. You know, I think, you go out and you travel the wild world, the wide world and you go to other places and 
Um, one thing that remains is that Kansas City is a pretty great place in the surrounding areas in Jackson County and the rural parts of Kansas and the rural parts of Missouri. It's, it's a great place. And I think it gets overlooked sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> in terms of, um, like taking a super, super long view about violence, um, mm. you know, some of this is going to start with like education and early yeah. education and that kind of stuff, which we don't really interface that much with, but we do support through agents, outside agency funding and other programs and prevention. Um, you know, we try to be supportive of our schools and, you know, operation breakthrough and some of these really important community um, based places that we can, you know, sometimes work into the budget or figure out some way to partner with. Uh, but that's a long, you know, that's a long-term way to deal with violence is increasing economic, um, bettering economic conditions. Mm-hmm. For folks and, and, and Yeah. Those. Well, we're always looking to create, you know, that kind of systematic change. Mm-hmm. So we're all chasing. It seems to be very elusive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's a magic, want to be to be had but thank you for sharing that um and I, I yeah i'm looking forward to kind of just looking at the budget and i'm going to do so per your oh my god I, I hope that it's near bedtime when because <laughs> you think it's gonna put me to sleep it's a lot of numbers yeah I yeah mean, the, the administration and the legislature generally they do a pretty good job the, the legislature you know the the administration proposes a budget and then the legislature can make some changes and then you know, we have to agree on it. And yeah. so it's, it's a process and we're kind of in the middle of that process right now. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out. We had budget meetings last Friday uh, related to outside agency funding and, you know, man, it's just, you wish you could fund everything. Oh yeah. That's I mean, true. Not everything, but you know what I mean? When no, people, I a hundred percent. They take time to come in and they're talking about meals on wheels programs. Um, you know, intervention programs for kids. Um, there wasn't one thing that I heard about that I was like, boy, that's not something I care about. No, <laughs> it's like, boy, that's an easy no. No, it's difficult. Yeah, and that's why, you know, we're right. grateful for people like you that do the job because it's it's very difficult. Um, just a couple questions kind of general for you that I, that I think people would be interested in. I was wondering, so, you know, you mentioned you have a law practice. Um, yeah. You know, when you're in session, do you work both jobs? So we, we, by charter, we have 48 meetings a year. Okay. So we meet pretty much every Monday uh, with a few exceptions. And then there's, <coughs> week, there's weeks where we might work in two meetings a week. And then that takes one less we have to do around Christmas. So, or, or whatever other holiday people want to take off, what have you. So in any event, there's, there's a balance and we, we try to, and then with, we meet a lot during budget time. So the answer is, is yeah, I, this is not um, the the county legislature is a it's it's a part time job. Right, but right. It depends on you know the harder you work at it, it might take more of your time. So yeah, um, but it's a hard uh, balance. Yeah, yeah. You just have to find a balance, and um, you know, um, can't be everywhere at all times. So you just can't be everywhere at all times. That's the truth. Although we all seem to keep trying. Right. 
Well, Tony, I really appreciate all that we've learned today. And, you know, just hearing about the census, hearing from someone that might be affected in the first place, I think is super powerful all the way to, you know, hearing about the work you're doing to reduce crime, as well as the work you're doing at the parks. Um, I do just always like to take a moment kind of towards the end to open up before, um, you know, is there anything that you felt you'd like to share that you felt like you didn't get the chance to? I always just like to open that door because, you know, I Again, as I've said several times this episode, I cannot understand all the intricacies, um, although I will not stop trying. Um, right, um, right. But yeah, I just want to open the space for if there's anything you want to share. You know, um, no, I, I think um, I think you're going to get out of anything in life what you put into it. And so, um, you know, I try to try to try to do a good job with what I'm doing. I'm not saying I always hit the mark, but um at the end of the day, there's been, you know, this has been some, some, these have been some challenging times. Um, you know, people right now are, are, you know, they're worried and they're upset, particularly you know, yeah. COVID and all these different things. So, um, so what I try to do is I don't, I candidly, it would just be impossible, I think, to get every email returned, but I try. Um, but what I do try to do, and I try to return all my calls, um, from constituents, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what I do try to do is some of the most, um, some of the most upset folks, um, I do try to reach out and, uh, seek out the most difficult ones, Mm. you know, and, and it's been a really positive thing because, um, I feel like hearing from the person and oh, and, I'm, and I don't do it by email either. I try to, I try to say, Hey, give me a call. Here's my number. And so um, when I do that uh, and we have these conversations, I feel like um, I may not change anybody's mind and that's not really my purpose either, but um, maybe seeing, taking time, whether you're an elected person or someone who's doing something else in life, and interacting with somebody different than yourself or has different ideas and just taking the time to try to see that person's humanity and have them see yours. Um, nine times out of 10, you're going to walk away from the, from the encounter and feel better than you did when you read the nasty email or you got the hateful voicemail or whatever it is. Right. Um, and hopefully, I mean, I've got, I've had good feedback from folks I've encountered, you know, like, well, I may not agree with you on this topic, but, you know, um, I appreciated the call or whatever. So, no, that's that's just kind of been my approach. And, um, and so that's what I plan to try to keep doing uh, because I just accept that, you know, we're not going to make everybody happy all the time, you know, in these jobs, we have to make tough decisions. So. Mm. Well, that's, that's great, Tony. And and I think that's something that's really special about, you know, vocal. I mean, I think the whole, one of the whole points Mm -hmm. we're trying to make with this podcast is that you can connect to people in a way that, you know, people aren't aware of. I find so much that everyone's so angry at Congress. And although I understand, Mm -hmm. I I do always feel, you know, oh, well, do you know who your state council member is? I mean, 90% of the time it's no, you know, and personally, I'm like, I got to get these young people you know, to understand that, you know, like Tony, I mean, legislator Miller is going to call you back. Like he's going to call you, you know, or he's going to email you. I don't always get it all done, but I, I do my best. And, and I think at the end of the day, one of your, 
one of your questions I read, or maybe that I read that or heard that you talked to some other person about was, you know, well, why is local government important? Well, you know, to your point, it is very theoretical sometimes when you think about what they're doing in Washington and, and, and like, how does that affect me? And, um, you know, and, and those types of questions, why is this relevant? Why should I spend any time on this type of situation? But it is important. So I'm not saying it's not, but I'm also saying that it becomes more applied and less theoretical when you're dealing with local topics sometimes um, as simple as getting your road fixed or, um, you know, having a trail to ride your bicycle on or exercise um, or how different, uh, you know, how different policies affect, um, you know, any number of things in, in the community. And the fact that your constituents are actually people that you live around, you know, yeah. or, or that you're going to interact with uh, throughout the day. So it's, it's, that's, that takes it out of the realm of the theoretical. Yeah, definitely. Well, Tony, I really appreciate it so much. I hope that we have a chance to meet in person one day. Yeah, and thank sure. you for all you're doing for, for the county. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and subscribe on whatever app you use to listen and follow us on Instagram at Governing the Heartland. Until next time.